Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. From Lake Michigan to the Mississippi and every river, lake, and field in between, let's talk everything outdoors. Yeah, it's time to hop on the crazy train. Welcome to the Midwestern Shooter Supply Cutting Edge Outdoors, presented by Coleman Insect Repellents. Fasten your seatbelts for a wild ride through Wisconsin's outdoors, only on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. To all the listeners, thanks for listening. Oh, boy! <laughs> You're on the crazy train with the Midwestern Shooter Supplies Cutting Edge Outdoors. Hey, good morning, everybody, and welcome to this week's edition. We are here today. We are bright and bushy-tailed. Well, that's because Bushy's here today. Uh, Danny Bush over there. I'm Tom Neubauer. Ryan Horvat is our producer. And we do uh, appreciate you joining us early this morning. It's not quite light out anymore when we start the show. It used to be a few months ago, but not anymore. We come to you live every Saturday morning from 6 to 8 a.m. Uh, and you know, the, the, the interesting thing, folks, is that we are the only two-hour live outdoor show in Wisconsin. So uh, right here in southeastern Wisconsin, you got it rolling down the tracks on the crazy train. If you want to get involved in today's show at any time, you can give us a call with your questions or comments or you want to brag about a big fish, big deer, whatever, 414-799-1250. That's 799-1250. All right. Good morning, Danny. Good morning. Good to be back. Yeah, yeah. Missed you last week. But yeah. uh, Lori, Lori filled in... Uh, uh, she filled in well, and uh, she made your picks for the NFL football picking contest. Oh, okay. And, and, and she did take – we all took the Packers. She took the Lions, so you won that one. So <laughs> – I mean the Vikings. So I thought you were going to have Ron come in the studio. No, uh, you know, uh, I talked to Ron, and he was uh, going to be just getting back from uh, Canada. So uh, I decided to call Lori. Oh. And, uh, you know, Lori's always good. She's oh, yeah. A, She's a talker. You, you know what fishing. I noticed? You know what I noticed? And I was, I've was i been asking couples this over at the store. It seems like with every couple, one of them is the talker and one of them's the quiet one. Yeah. And in her family, she's the talker, and her husband is the quiet one. In my family, I'm the talker. My wife's the quiet one. But in every family, you find one's the talker, one's the quiet one, it seems like. Is that the old opposites attract? No, I don't think so. I think that some people are just talkers and some aren't. I don't know. So, yeah, but for every talker, there has to be a listener. Exactly. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's but true. some people, I know some couples, though, where they both are real gregarious and yeah, that's talk true. Yeah. and, you know, yeah, very there are those, effervescent, but... outgoing, bubbly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, but I, I, just see, I just see a, a lot of them where they're 
some are, you know, talkers and not so much talkers. Well, all of us are talkers in certain situations in certain and non talkers. You and I are talkers. Yeah, I know, but I, I have found <laughs> we myself. Have to be. <laughs> I have found myself in situations where I'm not talking. I'm maybe it's you're in a certain Same situation here. where yep. you don't feel comfortable or whatever. It's not your Sometime. environment, and you just keep yeah. your mouth shut. And that's why God gave us one mouth and two ears. <laughs> Now there are times years more often. <laughs> there are times, Tom, when I need to diffuse. Have yeah. you ever given you my oh, yeah. my diffuse theory? No. So I sit down at uh, Carly's one time. Uh, my good buddy Jake owns that out there, and I sit down and I'm, I'm, I'm I get my grape knee high, and a guy sits down next to me and he starts immediately. I'm asking questions about the muskies and this and that, and he goes, "Nah, nah, nah," and I go, "Whoa, whoa, 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 John." I just got done with a long day at school. Yeah. I said, uh, I just need a few minutes to diffuse here. Yeah, quiet time. It, right. And I'll be glad to answer any of your questions <laughs> that you have. Well, so, so he laughs about that to this day. He goes, he does. Yeah. are you diffusing now? Yeah, yeah, I'll come right. talk to you later yeah, if you are. But later. I needed to diffuse. Yeah. Who do you got on the line, Ryan? Oh, this is Pete. Oh, is your mic on? I can't hear you. Really? Yeah. Maybe just oh, Billy. Gotta, oh, you just I had can't t- hear you. There you go. Sometimes our good friend uh, Bill Baby Tau Schmidt, yeah. he forgets hey, to... Hey, it was good talking to yeah. Billy a couple weeks ago. He, forget, he forgets to hit some buttons every once in a while. Uh, I believe this is Pete, and he's got a fishing, a couple fishing uh, little tidbits to throw in. Hey, hey Pete. Hey, Pete good morning. Hey, guys. Good morning. I love the show. I listen uh, listen every week, actually. Thanks. You're an early riser, huh? Well, if, if, I, uh, if I get up on time, I listen... And uh, I'm on the Eastern Time Zone. I'm down here in Kentucky. Oh, oh wow. Wow. Cool. Yeah. But I'll listen online. But if I get up late, I'll listen to the podcast. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Awesome, Pete. <laughs> Excellent. So what's on your mind this morning? Well, a couple of different things. Um, I, I remember, Tom, a couple of months ago, you mentioned um, you're, you're probably not fishing Lake Geneva enough. Yeah, I know. I, I I really should. That's an awesome body of water. Everybody tells me. I've been down there a couple of times, but I should go more yeah. often. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's probably got the next state record walleye, smallmouth, and largemouth for sure, and, and probably pretty soon the next state record muskie. Now that they're in there, yeah, you never know. It's right. Yeah, it's yeah. a it's a it's a big, uh, deep body of water with uh, plenty of cool water for. Cold water species uh, like trout and big northern pike that prefer that. And then it's got plenty of fertility and weeds and shallower areas and lots of food. So, and it's big. So, a lot, lot of, of, lot of oily uh, fish for them to lot eat. A lot of fish can get yeah. big. A, a friend of mine years ago, I, first time I fished Geneva was in 1990 after I uh, saw a mounted 21 pound northern that a guy had caught through the ice there. So I started fishing there at that time, and I got a few small northerns through the ice and had some fun out there. Um, but then uh, there were several years ago when uh, the it did not freeze over, and Steve Milliot got wind that there were guys that were actually fishing open water in February for walleyes. And sure enough, we went out there and fished from about 8 to midnight, and he caught two 10-pound-plus walleyes. So it's an incredible, incredible body of water. Yeah, they do really well at uh, at night out there trolling um, for walleyes and big pike, and then boy, uh, drop shotting sure seems to work out there really well for 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 both species of the bass. 
Right. Now, do you do you get up there quite often to fish it? Yeah, I try. Um, it's about about six and a half hour drive where I'm at. Um, and you know, the, look, the boats can be a real pain, and you gotta you gotta go during the week and all that stuff. Yeah, but, yeah. Boy, early in swing in spring or late in fall when all the boats are gone, it's it's a pretty good lake. Yeah, I would guess that right now would be the time if you want to avoid the boat traffic. To, this would be the time to be out there. Yeah. Well, fall, fall. yeah, I'm actually, uh, yeah, we're actually heading up. Uh, well, I'll get to that in a minute, but um, yeah, I, I would think now would be a good time. Yeah. Any yeah, time in fall be... out there is good. Yeah. I I did a, a piece for uh, Outdoor Wisconsin with this one guy. He said, "Tom, you got to come with me." We're and this was like in November, and he said we're catching big smallies in deep water on uh, live bait rigs with big chubs, and uh, we were fishing them in like thirty feet of water. And yeah, we caught them. <laughs> you know, I mean, I had never done that before. You know, so it was quite interesting. So, but anyway, well, so I, where are you going? This I know... huh? Well, we're going to go up to, um, uh, I was going to tell Danny, we're going up to the Douglas-Washburn County line. We're staying for 10 days. I'm, I'm leaving Wednesday, and uh, we're going to musky fish. And uh, I know most of the good musky lakes up there, but uh, I'm looking for any advice if you want to give up a lake for any good perch fishing. Jeez. Um, I Don't look at me. <laughs> Danny's looking at me, and I'm going, <laughs> don't look at me. I don't. Oh, about that up there. Yeah, that's uh, <laughs> that's a that's a tough one as far as perch up there. I know. Uh, yeah. What what lakes are you going to fish for muskie? Well, you know, <laughs> we'll probably we'll, you know Douglas has not that many. You know, Lyman, Amacon, um, yep. maybe uh, lower. Uh, but the Eau Claire lakes were pretty good too. Well, let me ask um, Pete. Let me ask you a I've, question. Why are you going there instead of, let's say, Vilas or Oneida County? What is taking you over to Douglas? Well, um, my family's originally from that area. Okay. And we just we just know the lakes better up there. My okay. dad, um, he was actually he was actually guiding a little bit up in that area for muskie. So we we know the lakes up there pretty well. But he's I'm taking my dad and uncle up there, and they're both in their 80s and. Uh, uh, they don't cast much anymore. They just like the troll, so uh, well, I, we can fi- find some good lakes for trolling up there. Yeah, I know uh, Douglas County, I believe, uh, f- for years has always been, you can troll in Douglas County. if I Yeah. Not, yeah, kind of like Waukesha County's been down here. Uh, so the, uh, multi- the number of lines thing probably doesn't apply like it did to those other areas where they changed it and just said you can only use one each or something. Uh, I fished Lyman once, and... Uh, didn't get anything, but nice, pretty little lake there, and um, yeah. Um, so you got, you know, you got some beautiful, beautiful lakes to go up there and fish. As far as any perch man off the top of my head, uh, I can't think of anything. Do you drag suckers when you go up there, Pete? You know what? Because um, I, I kind of tournament fish uh, for bass sometimes. I'm just more of an artificial guy. Mm-hmm. Um, we probably should. Yeah. Um, and I've done it before too, and. Um, boy, it sure, if they don't bite on that, it sure seems to bring them in a little bit, you know? Oh, yeah. Um, but I think, I think our game will be mostly, you know, if it's sunny, we're going to go to a stained lake, and if it's cloudy, we'll go to a clear lake, and, uh, you got both, you know, Burnett County's got, well, Yellow Lake's a pretty good lake for, for muskie, because it's really stained. Isn't, uh, isn't so Burnett Lake, uh, 
up there. Isn't that one of the lakes that has sturgeon in it? I'm not sure. Maybe I'm thinking. Yeah, it's... Burn, yeah, yellow. Yeah, yeah, that yeah, is, huh? Yeah, it's got the Yellow River uh, running through there, and there, there's a couple of musky small ones in um, Washburn. Although I've ne- I've gone to Shell Lake a couple times, never done anything down there. But that's a that's a really big lake that's really clear. Um, but there, I know there's big musky in there. Then you know we can always go over to Hayward. Um, we got a couple sleeper lakes over there. So you know one thing. Uh, you know, if you go ever ahead. got a bug up your butt to go a little further north, you might investigate that St. Louis River, Duluth Superior area. That has everything in there. You know, I read an article about that, how the muskies were doing great. And then, uh, remember they had that big flood? In, yep. Was it? Yep. And, and supposedly it wiped out the, the muskie fishing, but it might be coming back now. I don't know. Yeah, I remember that flood. In fact, they had another one again this year. Um, the the land I own by a river where my deer stand, my deer stand was completely, you know, you wouldn't have been, you'd, you'd had to swim to the, get to the stand this mm-hmm. year. So, but I didn't hear that it had affected the muskies. That's kind of strange. Well, hey, yeah. P- hey Pete, if you keep listening yeah. to today's show, uh, a little later on in the show, Ron Heidenreich, he's our advertising manager. He just got yeah. back from a two-week trip. His first week was on the Chippewa Flowage. He's got a trailer up there. And then his second week was up on Lake of the Woods, I think. But he can give oh. us some info about uh, how the Chippewa flowage was last week. Well, uh, I'll definitely call you guys yeah. next weekend when I'm up there. Uh, maybe we'll be out there live. Uh, actually, in the boat, I'll call you. All right. But uh, but I'll give you a report. Hey, two more quick things. You know, I I only live 90, uh, an hour and a half from Cave Run, but if anyone ever wants the musky fish, uh, in the south, you know, Cave Run's like the best lake in the south, really. And, and they don't close the musky fish, fishing here in Kentucky. It's open all year. So you can come down here in January and catch fish. That sounds um, like sounds... And, and it's pretty good. You know, like their, yeah. their December is Wisconsin's October, mm-hmm. you know. Well, the and, lady... Uh, the, other, the other thing is you can troll as many lines as you want. Oh, really? Yeah, that's got to yeah, be a little just, crazy. <laughs> uh, it, it it is. Uh, I I don't do it, but boy, I've seen boats with you know twelve lines in the water going around. Yeah, oh my so, god, that, that's crazy. That'll uh, keep listening to the show. That'll segue into what I'm going to report next about a little trolling okay. action for muskies. All right, sounds great. Well, listen, Pete, we got to run to a break. Thanks for calling. Have a thanks, safe trip, man. Yeah, and thanks right, for listening, right, thanks, guys. I'll call you next week. All, All right. right, bye Take now. Care. And with that, we got to go to a break. Stay tuned for more right here on the Midwestern Shooter Supplies Cutting Edge Outdoors. Ah, yes. Welcome back to the Midwestern Shooter Supply. Cutting Edge Outdoors, a little stranglehold action. My favorite song, I can't tell. I've probably cruised it over 100 miles per hour in my 76 (laughs) Trans Am more often with that song blaring than any other song in the world. Man, I used to crank that on the 8-track, hit the country roads in Missouri, there's a certain, I'd t- turn off a road where there were never any cops, and I'd just put the pedal to the floor and go. Every year I'd come back in the summer, and my dad would take my car in to get checked by the local grease monkey mechanic. And uh, he'd always say, I had to have the brakes replaced every mm-hmm. summer. And he'd be like, these brakes shouldn't 
be burning out like this. This is he riding the brake? So the so the mechanic thought maybe like when you got your foot on the accelerator, oh, yeah, yeah, you're yeah. kind of riding the brake yeah, too. Yeah. And I go, no, Dad, geez, I don't know. I'll tell you why, because I was hitting corners where I knew exactly which corner I could take, cutting between two lakes. Yeah. And I'll tell you, you'd go up over hill. You had to know to turn left before you turned left, and and you could maybe take this one at seventy, this one at eighty. Oh, it's Jesus. a miracle. Oh, wow. I'm alive. And I just want to let people know, remind you that you can email time. you can email us live over again. At, you can email us live at ceoguys at yahoo.com. That's ceoguys at yahoo.com. Uh so uh did you do any fishing while you were away? Do you want to save that for yeah. later? Well, I yeah, I, I suppose suppose we can as uh as you know, my mother passed away now, and mm-hmm. so we had the funeral in Green Bay, and uh, and Dad died four years ago. So you know, you know what this means, big picture, Tom. What does that mean? I'm now a single, white, straight, wealthy, you're an orphaned orphan. landowner yeah. from Douglas County. Yeah, you're orphaned. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, you are. Got one more, yeah. one more word added in there now. So anyway, uh, everything went good, and so on. Uh, <coughs> It was actually, uh, I had taken care of family business all the way through Thursday. And I thought, you know what, it'd be nice just to take a little mental break from the stress. And uh, my sister-in-law said, why don't you guys go fishing? So I told my brother, Tim, yeah, let's go in the boat and go fishing. So we went to hit Green Bay. And I talked to Dave Olson uh, prior to going up. And the muskies, he was starting to get some muskies. Uh, He's, uh, he's been doing a little bit of guiding up there now, and he said he'd been up there during the week. I think it was last, not this week, but the week before last, uh, on that Tuesday. And uh, I think it was Tuesday. Anyway, midweek, and he'd got a 48 and a 42, I think he said. Mm-hmm. And then another guy got a 50 and a quarter, and he told me right where to go. He says, head out to Little Tail. He says, work that. And uh, so anyway, I went out there and uh, on Friday. Thinking Friday wouldn't be too bad. I avoid I avoid Saturdays, Tom, because I just it just gets to be too many people in mm-hmm. popular areas. Well, Friday was bad enough because I moved huh? out to the area and it was right out by Little Tail, and holy Christmas was there. It was like Lake Michigan boat. Talk about these guys. They don't just troll a few lines. They got it like Lake Michigan yeah. going oh, through yeah. the water where they yeah. got eight minimum eight lines, yeah. boards going through spread out from here to Kingdom Come. And you got boats working the same area, circling around back and forth, boats everywhere. And you're thinking, you know, there's only a limited amount of, of fish, mm-hmm. that active fish that are going to, sure, you can, you know, right place, right time, put your bait right by the right one. Mm-hmm. I get it. But uh, you still lose confidence if you're thinking every buddy's pounding the same water yeah, I yeah. am. I like to go to an area. Um, Paul Mihalik calls that combat fishing. He says he won't yeah, do it. I know. Um, I hate it. I, I, I like to go to an area where I don't see any other boats. And, like, I got this smallmouth reef to myself, like this, when I go with Horton in the spring. Mm-hmm, and I have, mm-hmm. we'll have a smallmouth reef, reef to ourselves, you know. And, and you're exploring new water, and you're thinking, well, maybe there's no fish here, but at least mine will be the first lure they're going to see. <laughs> yeah, whatever's here. So yeah, I didn't yeah. see anybody, anybody doing anything. But funny story, Tom. Um, I was gassing up at the gas station, uh, which incidentally is right around the corner from the Swamico Swim Cemetery where my parents are, are okay. buried now. Um so anyway, I'm gassing up, and there's two young kids. They remind me a lot of myself when I was 
pulled full of you know what and vinegar in my twenties, and uh, they're they got an older boat, but it's it's okay. It's kind of like minimum for the bay, older motor. And they go, uh, are are you musky fishing? I said, yeah. Uh, hey, have you have you ever done this before? Do you know what to do? I said, I haven't been here in eight years. I said, just gonna go out and enjoy. Uh, I I said to he says, uh, well, me too. Uh, we were walleye fishing yesterday, and we fished all day and didn't catch anything, but we saw a boat catch a muskie. We're going to try and muskie fish today. <laughs> and I said, well, you know, you just got to pound it out there. I says, you got to put in your time and just, mm-hmm. you know, give her a heck. And he goes, that's what we're going to do. We're going to fish all day. So about, uh, oh, I forget what time it was. Rod, early afternoon, 1 or 2 o'clock, I see a boat with about eight lines, and they pull in. I think it was Brett Alexander, to be honest mm-hmm. with you. It looked like. It was his guide boat and, yeah. you know, lines everywhere. He pulled pulled in his lines and left. Uh, I hadn't seen anybody catch anything. About half hour in the same general area where I saw Brett pulling up his lines, or whom I believe was Brett, I, I see two guys standing up in their boat from a long distance, and mm-hmm. I'm looking. I don't, And, of course, I forgot my binoculars. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I'm watching, and I... I, I then all of a sudden I see a guy run to the front of the boat and grab a net. And I said to my brother, these guys got a fish. And from a long distance, you could see this fish 50 yards from the boat. Whoosh, 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 yeah. flat on top of the water. It was those two kids. It really? And they're fighting this fish. And I said to my brother, I said, that doesn't, that looks like a walleye net when I saw him grab the yeah, net, right? Yeah. And it took them a long time. They, I mean, I don't know how long, 10 minutes or more, it seemed because we eventually trolled close enough, and now finally they got it in the net, but the tail was going up one side of the net oh, and, and the head, head, head the, up other, the other. But they kind of had it tilted to try and yeah. keep the head in, yeah. and it took them forever, forever to get it unhooked. And uh, and then by the time they did, and I saw the guy hold, kid holding it for a picture, we were so far away. It was at least four feet long. Mm-hmm. Could have been over feet. I mean, it looked like a really yeah. big fish. yeah. But uh, it looked like they got it released okay, to make a long story short. And I, I looked at it looked like there might have been a white bulldog hanging from one of the rods. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if the kid was just throw chucked a bulldog out and was just kind of working that as they trolled. Most guys are trolling uh, the uh, crankbaits, mm-hmm. typically a crankbait right, type right, thing. Right. Um, but you know what? Part of me was like, son of a gun. My brother's done it for, like, he's put in a couple days out there over the years and caught nothing but a bunch of big uh, sheep's head, you know, mm-hmm. or drum, yeah, these yeah. giant drum that, you know, yeah. you think you got a giant muskie or big muskie. Yeah. So in a way, you're kind of like, God dang, that beginner's luck. They go out yeah. there and catch one. But I was really happy for them, actually, because I'd rather see them catch it than one of the big guide boats with eight sure. lines in the water. Yeah, exactly. I was glad to yeah. see the kids catch the big muskie. They got the story that of made, their life. That made their They're going to go back yeah. and talk about, you know, yep. yeah. Now they'll probably be up there for years and might take them two years to catch another one. But, um, yeah, so it was really nice to see. Although I will say um, I did, we did have our chance, Tom. Mm-hmm. Uh, what I did was I, I ran from the boats. I, 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 I thought, you know what, I'm just going to get into some fresh water. And I kind of ventured, uh, ventured north a ways. And I got into kind of a, a nice area where the water kind of transitioned where it was 14 feet, but then all of a sudden like 10 feet, and there was kind of a little bit of structure there, and I was mm-hmm. marking some bait fish. Sure enough, I'm trolling along, and this was at about, uh, about noon, and I hear line rip over my right shoulder. I turn, I see my rod just torqued down, and I look, and the planer board is gone. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's gone. It's okay. sunk, man. So... 
it's a big fish to just instantly sink it like mm-hmm. that. Pewaukee, I catch fish. You know, and typically you don't see it just sink that planer board. Normally it's skipping across the water. Yeah. and okay. So it's gone. So I yell fish. I jump up, grab the rod out of the holder, look up. The board's on top of the water. I feel nothing gone. And my oh. brother said he actually, he looked, he saw the board sunk, and then all of a sudden it popped up. And and there's nothing nothing I could do. It, it was yeah. maybe on for four or five seconds and off, and that was our only opportunity which makes you sick because you're thinking, man, that's, you know, you, you don't catch, maybe you're not fishing for 10 muskies up there that day, but if you get one, it's likely there's It'll a lot. Be a big a one. A big one, yeah. right. A lot of yeah. them are big because they didn't even stock them for a number of years because of that VHS stuff, yeah. so the only ones left were big ones. Now they're restocking again, so it's yeah. possible to get a smaller one. But I'm thinking, oh, man, there was my 52, 53-inch fish. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think what happens, though, I talked to Dennis Radloff years ago, and he said that, for some reason, sometimes he has a hard time hooking up with them trolling up there on Green mm-hmm. Bay, which seemed odd to me because when I troll on Pewaukee, I get a hit trolling. Nine times out of ten, yeah. they stick. Right. Uh, but I, I, I wonder, I'm just speculating, I experienced this on Vermilion casting big bucktails and baits for those big muskies, is that a lot of times you'd get a hit up there and it was like you'd snagged a rock. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden it'd be gone. And there were no rocks. Mm-hmm. And, and the theory when I talked to Steve Milliot was that those fish are so big, they got gator-like heads, that they clamp down so hard on it that they just stop you dead, but they, you don't get a hook in their mouth, and they just open their mouth and let her go. So I'm wondering whether those big, giant fish, they can just crush down on top of a bait and not necessarily get the hook, and then they just let, let go. Right. You know, that, that experience, that happened to me. I had an experience on Oconomowoc Lake one time, and I was using uh, one of the big Bagleys, which is made out of balsa wood. Right. Okay, one of the big Bagleys. DB8. Something six. like that. It was something like that. I forget the name of it. But anyway, and it was just like that. It was like something just stopped it dead, and I gave it like two or three good pulls, Mighty right? Mighty yep. And all of a sudden, there was nothing. And I went, what the heck? And so, and when I reel it in, you know what was embedded in the Bagley's bait? A tooth. I believe it. There was, I mean, it was probably three quarters of an inch long. There was yeah. a tooth in the bait. So you're right. You had to clamp down on it and then just let it go. And one of my jerks might have been like maybe the last jerk and it ripped a right. tooth or something, you know. But, yeah, I know exactly what you mean. Hey, we got to go to a break. It, it is now 6.30, folks, roughly. Time flies when yeah, you're time. having fun telling fish stories. And uh, coming up next is the gut report. Got a good one for you this week. I think you'll like it. And then don't forget, after the 6.45 break, we're going to be playing Hornschwoggle. We had a winner last week. I gave him some easy questions, I think. But uh, <laughs> Well, did he win? Yeah. And they were easy. yeah. yeah. So anyway, we got a lot coming up, folks, so stay tuned right here on uh, Sports Radio 1250 and 1057 FM, The Fan. Come here, I'm going to eat you. I'm bigger than you. I'm higher in the food chain. Get in my belly. The Gut Report is brought to you by Discount Liquor. Well, you know, folks... I like things easy. Like when you're in a time pinch, you want to make something quick and easy that's actually good and that people will like. Well, how about a Mexican pasta? Oh, this is so simple. Take a pound of pasta. I like those curly ring ones. I don't know what they're called. You can use penne or whatever, but I like the curly ones. And you take a pound of pasta, cook that, 
and you can serve this dish hot or cold. You take one jar, a pint jar of salsa, dump that in. You take one 15-ounce can of tomato sauce, dump that in, and mix it all up. Now, if you want to add a few other things, you go right ahead. But a can of salsa, a can of tomato sauce, in with that pasta. You know what? It's actually really good, and it's quick and easy. I like it. I hope you will, too. uh, The Gut Report is brought to you by Discount Liquor, where you'll find the best price, selection, and service at 51st and Oklahoma in Milwaukee and Barstow in Maine in Waukesha. For weekly specials, make sure you go to DiscountLiquorInc.com. Come here. I'm going to eat you. I'm bigger than you. I'm higher in the food chain. Get in my belly. What would you think about that, Ryan? You like Mexican pasta? Uh, man. You're going to try that? You like Mexican food? I do, yeah. You should try that. Seriously. I keep telling you, you got to bring one of these dishes in one of these (laughs) times, man. I got to stop eating these donuts in the morning. I gained gained eight pounds, I think, since I've taken the show over. Really? No, I I just completely made that up to get some sympathy. (laughs) (laughs) All right. I'm as lean as I've been since college, man. I've actually... What's your secret? Don't eat. That's it. I'm <laughs> that, going on the one meal liquid a day. No, one meal a day program. That Bud is, Light? That's the secret. Uh, I to wash things down in the evening, but uh, <laughs> yeah, one meal a day, normally in the evening, although now I'm eating lunch now that I'm working. Yeah. But summertime, I just uh, stay busy all day long, and I don't really drink a lot of water. I don't get Me hungry like that. Same here. Some people... Uh, I'm getting crap. I'm getting a headache. I'm dizzy. Yeah. I gotta get some food. Right. I had an old girlfriend years ago. We'd be driving in the car. She goes, "Are you hungry?" I go, "No, I'm okay." And then, but that I, I should have caught that. Was the that was the signal, and yep. I missed the first signal. And then we'd go to drive by the next Arby's or whatever, and she'd go, "Dan," I go, "What?" She goes, "I'm hungry." <laughs> and then, like, whoa! I do a U-turn in yeah. the middle of the yeah. street. Yeah. Get her in there, god dang it, because we can't have her getting cranky. Get that Arby's in you. You know, get that, yeah. You know, women here. You know, on this show, we talk easy. a lot of weird things. So <laughs> easy, big fella. So we're gonna we we also give marriage advice, and here's a little bit of marriage advice, and this is right. for for you, Ryan. We gotta hang the sign. Now, now slash s- marriage counselors. That's right. Now sometimes session. wives will actually intently try to fool you into a trick question, and you got to be careful what you answer. Even, will time, you marry me? Is that no, the trick no. question? Yeah, that one. That's the, That's big the one. first one That's they the trick you one. into. But no, one time my wife brings up about, you know, my brothers, my uh, guy friends and that, you know, and she's asking me, well, so who is your best friend? And I'm thinking, and I, I mention a couple guys, you know, mm-hmm. and then she looks at me, she says, I thought I was your best friend. She tricked me into that one. She fooled me. I would just tell my wife straight up and watch like, no, you're not. John's my best friend. Sorry. <laughs> listen. Listen. You're my lover, yeah, but not my difference. friend. Yeah, okay. exactly. What are we going to do? Are you going to go throw the po- football with me in the parking lot right. here? Kind of like when girls used to break up with you, let's just be friends. Oh, yeah. Like, what are we going to do as friends, right? Exactly. Nah, yeah. I don't think that's so. A, that's a good point, Danny. Yeah. yeah what are you going to throw well, a football let's just be, with me? What, am I going to call you to go throw the ball around tomorrow? Are you going to go help me work on my trailer t- right. the next day? Huh? We gonna go? We going hunting? No. <laughs> we're done. We're done. So that's why, hey, that was my piece of advice. Watch out for those trick questions. 
We got to watch out. Watch for out those. for those trick questions. Yeah. All right. Exactly. Well, that's important uh, safety advice there, Egon. Yeah. I'm glad that you're here to take care of us. I'm glad we're out you here know, to help. You know, you weren't here last week, and I was telling Lori in the audience how I was fishing the other week with my one son, couple of sons, and uh, we caught the pike again. There was one problem. The biggest one might have been 24 inches and the smallest one 15. We caught a lot of pike, but they were all little suckers, all those little hammer handles. So they were undersized. But, but my uh, one son yeah. had this big spinner bite bitten clean off, real clean cut. And that's usually, and we were in a lake that had musky and pike, both, and some good ones. Right. So it must have engulfed the whole thing and then cut it because it's kind of hard to put a... Uh, a leader on a on a R bend spinnerbait, you know, can't put a leader on that unless can't you put use a leader in unless yeah bait. unless you use that tiger wire, you know. Stuff. Oh yeah 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 yeah. Unless you use something tieable like that. the yeah. tieable wire, yeah, which there's right. more of that on the market. Right. Yeah, there's a yeah. tiger wire was one of the first. Yeah. Oh, Danny, here's something inter- interesting I okay, saw goodness. this week. Finally, something in- interesting. Here something today. interesting. You ever hear of a sea keeper? Now, this is for the Lake Michigan people, Lake Michigan fishermen. And you've been out there plenty of times. Yeah. Now, do you ever get it when you're trolling and your boat is going left and right, side to side? You're rolling in the waves, you know? Yeah. And that's when a lot of people get seasick. You know, if they're going into the waves, you know, your boat stays kind of straight level, you know? But, right. But a lot of times you get in a situation where you're rolling left and right and that's when you get sick. There's this thing called a sea keeper. It's a gyroscope. It's a big gyroscope in the boat that stops the boat from rolling in the waves. One boat will be rolling left and right, left and right. The one with the sea keeper is staying level because uh-huh. of this big gyroscope. That how's, some, how's it stabilize it, the it, boat? It, it 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 does the opposite of what the waves are doing. Oh, is there something in the water? No, it's in the boat, actually. How can that stabilize the boat It's a big gyroscope in the boat, and when the boat wants to go one way, it makes sure it it tilts it the other way, kind of like levels it off. Yeah, but you need force to do that. Like you need like a a teeter-totter. You need like a big fat guy to move to the other side, to this side of the boat to stabilize. I don't know how it does it. I don't know. All I know is that uh, this it's is a, a big thing for the... What's it called? A sea keeper. It's a for the ocean keeper. vessels, you know, ocean boats. You know, people who go out on the oceans fishing for their whatever kind of fish they're fishing for. Yeah, type in sea keeper. Okay. It's, a, it's a big gyroscope somehow. I didn't read the whole thing on how it works and all that stuff, but, yeah, it, it keeps the boats level. Well, it's got to have some type of force. Maybe it's a ma- I don't know. magnetic type thing. I don't know. I don't know. But I just thought... That would be something cool for Lake Michigan boaters, but here's the thing: the yeah. cost might be expensive. You know, sea it, it, keeper. Yeah, sea keeper. Okay. Yeah, it might be expensive, uh, but if you're going out, here constantly, it is: sea keeper gyro, 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 gyro stabilizer price, shopping deals at netdeals.com. <laughs> oh, they got. Here we go. Sea oh, Keeper is yeah. designed to virtually eliminate boat roll on vessels 26 feet and up. Okay, that, that rules white jaw out. So here it is. By eliminating boat transforms, everyone's experience. Your guests go from, from sick to smiling and memories. Okay, 
how does this son of a gun work? I don't know. Like I said, there's I there's a picture. Yeah, I know. I seen the picture. Don't I don't know how it works. Out it. I don't know how Experience. it works. Products. Maybe they don't want to explain it because uh, then people might try to explain copy. yourself. Lucy. There might be a patent on it, though. That's for sure. Well, but I'll tell you what. There's been times on Lake Michigan where I sure wish they would have had one of those things. Yeah, <laughs> Ryan, do you ever go on Lake Michigan? You ever do that? Yeah, I have actually. Yeah, you ever get sick out there? No, I, I don't. No, you don't get sick on the big, big lake, big waves like that. No, I've been on boats and on the water my whole life. I never have. Uh, my cousins used to. It used yeah. to drive me nuts. They were the same kind of wimps. You'd take them to the fireworks, and they'd cover their ears. And oh, geez. Their parents would say, "Well, they got tubes in their ears." Oh, geez. Yeah. Well, I millennials. W- I would never get well, sick on an inland lake. I hope we don't have a you world know? war again. We're gonna lose. <laughs> really, We're gonna yeah, get yeah, our ass kicked bad. I would never get Kids sick. Are so Brian, soft today. on an inland lake. Their moms will be but there. On Lake yep. Michigan or the ocean, mm-hmm. yes. There, I got to take Dramamine. Take one an hour before we go and one when I get out there. Have you always been like that or is this yeah, just? no, always. On See, lake. I'm lucky. Really? I'm lucky. I There's no get sick with, with me. Yeah, I took a cruise one time and no problem. Everybody was getting sick like crazy. Yeah. It gave me the stupid thing to put behind my ear that looked like a Band-Aid. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's yeah, supposed the to patch. Yeah. yeah, they give me the patch. Yeah. I thought, what 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 the heck is this? Look like you're quitting cigarettes. Yeah. yeah. So after a day, mm-hmm. I thought, I'm not walking around. You know, I can't meet chicks on the deck walking around with this stupid patch on my head. Yeah, so but I they threw might it have away. had one, too. You know, uh, would no. have been a good talking uh, point. No, if I saw them having a smoke and a patch, that was it. They were out for me. <laughs> but um, anyway, I'm looking at the gyroscope you know, here. Hey, you want to talk about this after the Hornschwaggle? Uh, we got, are you, is this your nice way of saying we got a break here, Tom? Yeah, yeah, we're a little behind and we got to do the Hornschwaggle. Okay, that sounds fine by me. So, folks, you want to play the Hornschwaggle, Ryan will take the third caller. Or he'll take whatever darn caller he feels like taking, mm-hmm. and you can win a wonderful prize package from Baitmate Fish Attractants and Coleman Insect Repellents. You know how Hornschwaggle works, and if you don't, stay tuned. Danny will tell you all about it. So call 414-799-1250. That's 799-1250. Play the Hornschwaggle. Be a winner. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the Midwestern Shooter Supply Cutting Edge Outdoors. 799-1250 for hunting and fishing reports. Tom, I know what's going on. I know. I was going to say. Why are you waiting at me? Mr. Haney, can you tell us about the Hornschwaggle? (laughs) I've got a tractor for you, Mr. Douglas. Real good deal. So this is the Hornschwaggle segment. Coming up right now, and do we have a lucky corn testant? We do. We do. Uh, I already forgot his name. I'm not going to lie. but I Rob. Hand... There you go. Thank you. Gusk, is that it? <laughs> Thanks. so. Yeah, that's it. Hey, okay. Rob. You hey, know... good morning, guys. Great show. Hey, Thank you. Cool, man. You know, I, I sometimes, I not that I doubt Ryan, our producer, but he sometimes, I think he's, I think he's uh, dyslexic and doesn't know it because he'd mix up numbers on these addresses and, and stuff. So he's kind of like me, right? So yeah. So hold your breath on whether you get your pack. Well, first you got to win. So let's see what we got, what we got, uh, got going. Uh, let's talk uh, musky fishing first of all. Musky fishing. 
The, Perfect. Here we go. The hybrid, hybrid, not true muskie, the hybrid, true uh, world record hybrid muskie was caught in 1949 on Lac Vue by Mr. Arnold Ziffel. Can you repeat that again? Sorry. I know I know the uh, the hybrid was caught on Lac Vue Yes, it was. Okay. Um, the year? 1949 I'm... by Mr. Arnold Ziffel. Hmm. I'm going to say that is a uh, no horn swoggle. It's a, har- it's a har- horn swoggle. Arnold Ziffel was the pig on Green Acres. Oh, shoot. <laughs> oh, God. Well, I knew the fish was right. All right. Okay, oh, sorry. Right. Yeah, sorry the lake in the year was sorry right. Sorry about that, man. <laughs> That's all right. I okay. was just up at Lakeview to say. So, oh, I love it. It's right. a great body of okay. water. Okay, here, here's, here, here's one. Um. When you when you store your fishing reels for the season, it's a good idea to crank the drag down as tight as you possibly can on all the reels to keep the springs tight and in good shape. Hornswoggle. Uh, that's uh, hornswoggle. Okay, all bingo. Right, that's one. Got, we go. got a ringer there. Um, <laughs> we'll give you a little hand. Okay, clap here we go. Um, if you're out on the water and uh, all of a sudden your reel starts squeaking, making a little noise. And you don't have any grease with your or oil. Sometimes it helps just to kind of dunk it in the water a little bit, and it might just get you through the day. Hornswoggle or no hornswoggle? Uh, I would say that is a no horn. It is a no horn. All right, we yeah. got a Tom, winner. Tom, have you ever done that before? Oh yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. It sometimes eliminates grease. Okay, yep. so so uh, what flavor bait mate would you like? Uh, how about uh, do they have a musky? He got a game fish one, which okay. is garlic and salt. That's what I Perfect. use for the muskie. Okay. Perfect. Game fish, which is good. In fact, I got to get myself some more of that because mm. I'm running out. We had that at Smokey's Muskie Bait and Tackle Shop. Bar and Casino. <laughs> and um, so we'll get you that. And then do you want DEET or DEETless repellent? Uh, DEET. DEET, uh, 25, 40, 100%. What do you want to uh, go 40. With? 40 is about right. That yep. 100%, that'll, that'll kill you. Okay, so anyway, <laughs> not kill you. Um, <laughs> we'll get that out to you, and uh, thanks for listening, and uh, good luck. You been doing any hunting or fishing lately? Uh, no, no fishing. Uh, well, I was up at Lake View today uh, two weeks ago, and, uh, yeah, we didn't do any fishing. We were up. We were also up on the Monaco chain. Okay. Two uh, weeks ago, I did some fishing, did nothing. I was with the kids. Where did you go on the Monaco chain? Which lake? Uh, we went over to Tomahawk. Did you? Yeah. It's a tough lake. I'll tell it's you. It's a tough lake. Yeah, it's tough. It was but rainy. They, yeah. But they got windy. big they got big fish in that lake. Oh yeah. We're it's, going up for uh I'm going up for the Muskie tournament for Muskies Inc. in Hayward in uh two weeks. Oh. Well, what well, what lake luck. is what lake is that gonna be held on or is it several lakes? Yeah. They got it's several lakes. We're doing a Lost Land and Teal. Oh, okay. Looking for yeah. you're going to the action lakes. Yeah, 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 we're going for the for going the numbers. For, going for numbers, not size. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yep. not a bad idea. Well, sometimes. it's always good to have a tournament where there's enough tournament winners where they don't have to draw cards or numbers for winners to take places. I've been in tournaments where one fish was caught, yeah, or virtually yeah. no fish, and for yeah. the prizes they just draw names or whatever. Yeah, so. yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, sure. Sure. So, well, all right, well, Rob. Hey, you know, you know, Rob. What you're going to have to do is after that tournament, call us and let you know how how it went. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I will. I didn't get a last year. We did it. The uh, guy I was with got a forty four and a half. Hey, I got a thirty one. But well, you did need you? A, you need a thirty four for uh to place for, uh, yeah. or to yeah, count. To well, did was a forty four enough to place or was yeah. that? 
Yeah. Yeah, that yeah, he plays with that forty four. Hey, that's good. Um is that an individual or team? Uh it's individual. Okay. Okay. Yep. Well, good luck to so, you. Well, hey, thank you. Thanks, right. guys. Great show. All, All right, right. Take thanks. care, man. Yeah. Have a good weekend. Bye now. Yep. Yeah, I plan on having a good weekend. You got the Badgers playing tonight, Packers playing tomorrow. Not gonna see the whole Packer game though. What? So, no, not Why? gonna see the well. What? A, a friend of mine uh, has got cancer, and uh, so they're having a pig roast by his house, and I just want to make sure I what, go there and see him. What time is the pig roast then? Well, we're supposed to be there at like three o'clock, but it's so it's out by Holy Hill, so it takes a while to get there. Oh. And I got to follow my one of my brothers, so I know how to get there and all this stuff. I can't watch it's the, a new house and all that. Stuff. I can't watch the game either. No, no I got Doctor Sandy's coming up from oh, you're Chicago. Be oh, you got a radio, right? Chicago, bang bang, yeah. and uh, so we're gonna start <laughs> and start at about nine and go yeah. to the very end of the game. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> nine to three. Put, just put well, the radio on. You know, I used to have a little TV. Yeah. Somebody had given one to me at one time, a little black and white. You know, and I think you, you, know, you hook it up to your boat some, battery some with are... the little clips, alligator clips, and you could watch on about a three-inch by three-inch screen. I remember soaking suckers out on Pewaukee doing that. At this point, I don't care that much. Well, you know, first of all, they're playing Washington, yeah. right? Yeah. Now, you know, if you there ain't no way that's even going to be any worry, so maybe I'll bring a radio. But sometimes, you know, it's like you got to have your priorities. Fishing. Football, you know. I mean, I've gone to uh, I've gone walleye fishing up at the Fox River during a Packer game in Green Bay. It's the best time to go on the Fox River. There's hardly anybody there in the I, fall. That's crazy. Talk. You either you either have to leave before the game is over, or you got to wait about two hours after the game is over because otherwise you're going to hit traffic. So you got to make your mind up which way you're going to go. Well, but there's not as many boats out there. If you uh, if you are going to leave during the traffic time, I would say taking Highway 43 is the better option yeah, that than is Highway the better, 41. Yeah, definitely. definitely yeah, because yeah. otherwise you get into that all that Fond du Lac, Appleton, yeah. Nina, or, or Or you could just go to the casino and wait until the traffic dies down. Yeah, there's a good idea. <laughs> or we used to just get a motel and just stay in town or on Sunday night. Right. And, there you go. Yeah. And go out there. So, yeah. Oh, goodness. Well, listen, folks, coming up, we've got a special guest in the studio Rod Grimmy, you've probably read some of his stuff in Badger Sportsman magazine. He's here to talk about a number of different things in the hunting world, Rod. Is that basically it? Or hunting and fishing world? Probably whatever, I, eh? I like to do both. Yeah. yeah okay, we're gonna talk about both stuff. So but anyway, but you'll yeah, you'll 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 know him. You probably recognize the name if you read Badger Sportsman magazine. And do you write for other magazines too, as well? Ah, uh, I have, yeah. Yeah. Uh, back in the day, we had, used to run a little newspaper yeah, around okay. the area. Yeah, he so. had the Southeastern and Wisconsin did, Guide. Yeah, no. okay, yeah. So anyway, uh, he's recognizable. He's got a wealth of information. We'll be talking to him when we come back here on the Midwestern Shooter Supplies Cutting Edge Outdoors. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. 
Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.